0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. slash weight loss
1: Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. Yeah, another episode of Great Wit and Ah oh God, I'll start again. <laughs> I, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe, are going to talk about secrets and lies. I hope you have lots of topics, Rosemary, because I genuinely really like topic issues. I really don't think I have a lot of examples here, but I'm sure I'll think of some as we go along. Well, so originally we were saying that we would do an episode about secrets, right? (laughs) Based on my absolute inability to keep a secret of anyone else's or have a secret of my own or comprehend I mean, actually, what that secret might be. I would say I would say a great example of that being even today when you arrived over to oh, do this podcast, oh. you arrived over at four o'clock so we were doing the jigsaw and I said, do you want to have dinner or do you want to get pizza? And you were like, oh, what are you making? I said something really delicious. You're like, well, what would that be? Can I just point out, if somebody says to you, <laughs> would you like A or B? And B is a fucking secret. How are you supposed to choose between well, A or B? Would well, you, you like, like pizza, pizza or would you like surprise dinner you that no, could be you, tuna? Have I ever... Oh, you liked that tuna dish I made for you. You actually I know, like, never choose tuna over pizza. William, have you ever had tuna pizza? That's nice. Oh, Are you joking? It's actually Re- really nice. Revolting. Oh, it's really nice. Revolting. Why would you think that? Uh, do you like tuna melts? No. Oh, do you not? No. A tuna melt sandwich. I actually haven't had one of those in years. Sorry, it's you delicious. don't even say tuna melt sandwich. I know what a tuna melt is. <laughs> <laughs> do you like tuna melts? Tuna melt sandwich. <laughs> I didn't think it was like a I fucking tuna <laughs> melt ice cream cone. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's was just I haven't had them for years. Abigail used to make our cousin Abigail. Do you remember she worked in that place in Ranlow? They had like the famous tuna melt, and she became like literally every time you turn sideways, she'd be making a tuna melt and serving it. I remember this at all. Turn me off tuna melts like nobody's (laughs) business. I loved them before that. I love tuna when I'm in the mood. Tuna melt sandwich. Got to be in the mood for some tuna. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we were going to talk about secrets, and then I started thinking about how one of my biggest issues. No, sorry. What? Sorry. To finish my story was basically. All night, you were oh, hounding yeah. me over this. What's because for dinner? Felt, What's for dinner? Because I felt like I'd chosen, I had chosen this yeah, the sec- Oh, we've got to eat our breadsticks. Oh, but you'd chosen me. You'd chosen my surprise dinner. I chose dinner. the secret surprise dinner. Yeah. And then I was like, now that I've chosen it, I've said no to pizza, what is it? Yeah. And I was like, it's a surprise. And Who every two seconds. hate that. <laughs> but like, it's interesting. to you know how you? Know how much never, I like to plan my meals ahead. Oh yeah, you like to plan everything. Actually, I do like. To, I like to know what's coming next, I don't want you, to know you, what's coming for Have you ever been disappointed by my dinners? Do you want the truth, or yeah. would you like a lie? I'd like the truth. <laughs> I'd like a truth. I'd like if it's not a if it's if it's not if it's uh, if it's an uncomplimentary truth. I'd like a secret. I would like to keep it <laughs> secret. <laughs> I'm suddenly really confused. <laughs> Anyway, listen, back okay. to secrets. Back to you. I started to think about how, to my mind, somebody who is really, really able to keep secrets very well is a suspicious person. Because if Because I'm about to tell you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, pipe down. Because if you're really good at keeping secrets, I think you're also really good at lying. I think there's a big crossover between people who are good secret keepers or who have a lot of secrets and who also have a lot of lies. Okay, Rosemary, well, give me one example. Well, the one time in my entire life, back to me, the one time in my entire life that I had a big secret, I kept it for approximately two seconds. No. Well, I kept it from some people for a while, was when I was having an affair with a married man, or he was having an affair with me. That's actually a good point. Do you have an affair? Who has the affair?
2: Is the affair had by both?
1: I don't know. I mean, I wasn't cheating on anyone in theory, Mm -hmm. but then I also knew he was married. You know what I mean? So I was engaged in the illicit affair of it. And like, I I acknowledge that. I think at the time, I would have been very defensive about it and gone, well, like, I'm not the married one. I'm not doing anything wrong. But as I've got older, I do actually think I did have a certain responsibility that I was entirely shirking. Do you know what I mean? Well, did you think it was going to be a very serious relationship? Like, did you think it was going somewhere? Because, I mean, I feel like if you actually madly fall in love with somebody and they're planning on and you end up together for the rest of your lives, like... That's one thing, you know, but if you're just having a bit of fun here with somebody, then like, yes, you do. have. I mean, I think you have a responsibility because, but I mean, at the same time, if it wasn't you, it would have been somebody else. And as it turned out, it was somebody else after you. So like, you know. I mean, to answer your question, initially, I thought that it was just going to be a bit of fun. Like the first couple of times that we kind of kissed and like, because we were really good friends. And then it kind of like, it sounds really cliche, but it just happened. You know what I mean? But then, as we kept seeing each other, I started to think, "Oh, this is going to be something." And like, like also, in a weird way, we had been such good friends, and then we started, like, it turned into something else. And it somehow felt for a while that I couldn't imagine it not. Go, you know, you know, I was like, "There is no reality in which this can just turn into nothing." Like that, that that we will stop seeing each other, and then we will just either go back to being friends, or or be nothing. And in fact. That was very possible and that is what happened. But in my mind at the time, I just, you know, kind of like the idea that we wouldn't be together, that we wouldn't be into these lives, or that we wouldn't continue to see each other. was just completely bonkers. But the thing about that was, so like, I kept it a secret, like not from everybody. There were definitely some people that I told. I think I told you. Okay, so it wasn't remotely a secret then? No, no. But I mean, obviously... Like, so it wasn't a secret from you, right? But it was a secret from almost all of my friends. Because I was like, I knew that once I told one of them, they would tell another and they would tell another and they would tell another. So for the first about three or four months that I was seeing him, I didn't tell anybody. So it wasn't like a long-term secret. But I remember I found it really, really hard because people would, you know, like I'd be chatting to someone they'd go, oh, what did you do last night? And I'd go, oh, like I didn't do anything. I just went home or, you know, I just... Like I would just lie all the time. It's hard to tell lies though right? I can keep your lies straight because oh. also like if you were like, if you say, oh, well, I didn't feel well last night or whatever and then the next day somebody goes, oh, how are you feeling? Like, yeah, you you're kinda go, fine. You go, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, well, I mean, it's really hard but it's also really boring because you can't have any conversations. You know, like if somebody goes, you know, how are things with you? Like, like how's... And the one thing that I wanted to talk about was I'm seeing this guy and I'm I'm really mad about him and, you know, he he's married and, you know, I think that their marriage isn't very happy and I think he's going to leave his wife but I'm really worried that he that he won't. And I wanted to talk about all these things and instead I'd just be like, oh, nothing. Same yeah. old, same old. You know what I mean? And then I just, like, it kind of felt like there was no point in talking to anybody if I couldn't actually tell the truth. So that's a very specific secret, right? But like, mm-hmm. what about other secrets? What, what secrets do you think are worth, like, are important to keep? Like I was thinking about when people tell you secrets, sometimes, it, not you, when people te- confide in other people, sometimes, like, there isn't, I mean, there could be an expectation that you'll keep it a secret, but like, what Mm -hmm. are the secrets that you genuinely think are important to keep versus the secrets that you're not too worried about, if you know what I mean? Like sometimes when people confide stuff in me, I'll tell Don sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Or I might tell you because you don't know them. But like there are some secrets that even Don, even you, I would not tell, you know? I don't know. I mean, I think it's really hard and it's really specific. So, for example... Say if a friend of mine tells me that she's pregnant and she's like, haven't told anyone, like, please don't tell anyone, right? So, like, I've had this happen with a few different friends and one of my friends, I told mom, right? Cause I, because she loves hearing about, hearing about people having babies and she knows this person. And I knew she wouldn't tell anyone who it would get back to, you know what I mean? That I was like, oh my God, you'll never guess who's pregnant. But then another friend of mine told me she was pregnant and she had previously had, I think, four or five miscarriages, and she was like, it's really, really early days. You know, we're not telling anyone yet, but, you know, like fingers crossed. And with her, I didn't tell anyone because I knew that it was, not that it was more important, but it was more kind of precarious, if you know what I mean. And I also didn't want, I don't know, like if and Everything turned out well But if things hadn't turned out well I would have hated the idea that Say if I told mum Or if I told you That you would come back and go oh, How are things now? And then I'd have to go Oh actually And now I have to tell you This other secret That this friend of mine Had another miscarriage That like You shouldn't know You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. like mum shouldn't know And like I shouldn't be telling I mean not like anybody. it's a bad thing right? No I mean, but I yeah. mean If it's it's completely their business And if they don't want people to know That shouldn't be something That I'm telling people You know what I mean? Telling people that they didn't tell originally So I think it's like So specific And that's why I think it can be really difficult and probably like it's quite nuanced. Like, you know, when you think about kids at a certain age, figuring out what's wrong or right. And like, if you think about them at a certain age, figuring out what secrets you can and can't tell. Like, how would you explain that to a child? Oh my God, my kids are terrible secret keepers. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Well, I think, I think all kids are. i oh my, like, you useless. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Rosemary, I got all the chocolate. Oh that was God, today. Literally today. today. Yeah. <laughs> Chance cut his foot Came in crying his head off his, with his foot bleeding. I stood on a bit of pencil. <laughs> came in. So, so we like bandaged up his foot. I took out his, two squares Sorry, of Bandaged up his foot. I bandaged it up. I yeah. kissed it. I love dad more than you. Okay. <laughs> no, thanks. No. What actually happened was you said, last time I did this, he gave out and said I was oh, I was a rubbish nurse. And yeah. he said, yeah, I love dad way more. Yeah. What the But hell? I think he meant as a nurse. No, he didn't. But whatever. Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Then I gave him Kiss. two squares of chocolate and said, don't tell anyone. And literally before he'd even put it in his mouth, he went, No! <laughs> I got chocolate! <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> but luckily Bo was looking at the switch didn't even notice. jesus well, today was a very, very, I mean, I'm surprised Bo didn't come in, didn't come in like a fucking flailing banshee and lose the plot. <laughs> like earlier on today, I actually <laughs> thought he was never going to stop crying. He was crying about everything. And then at one point he dragged me out of the hole. Come out here, mom. Come out here. And I was like, OK, what's out here? I drew something for you. And I go, oh, what is it? I drew this. I go ahead. Now, first of all, I was like, God, the sideboard's kind of dirty that he could draw on it, right? Like, with with his, he goes, <laughs> he had, I thought he had just like drawn with his finger in the dust on the sideboard oh. of the hall, but no, he goes, I drew it with my tears, mom. He has a real flair for the dramatic. Very dramatic. I mean, like, yeah, I can't help but good. be impressed. Well, you know, the other day when I was doing his e learning, he was crying because Chance had taken his torch and then his dad had given it back to him like approximately two seconds before his Zoom started. So he was still like total, you know, crying his little head off. And he sits down at the desk and starts like making this really dramatic crying face. Puts his Luigi hat on. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> sobbing basically. And his teacher comes on and goes, oh, Bo, what's wrong? And you could see him being like, yes. She goes, oh, Bo, what's wrong, honey? And he goes, and he suddenly realised that there was nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Because he'd got the torch back. Yeah, he'd know. answer. She's suddenly like, shit. And he goes... Well, my aunt is here and she usually brings me something and she did not bring me anything. You're creating a monster. I know. And then she went, okay, Bo, I'll just let you take a few minutes to cool off. And then I think he was a bit like, oh, that's a bit anti- anticlimactic. I don't know yeah, what he I'm wanted. Sure he wanted a lot of attention. He wanted her to be like, you tell your aunt. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So the foot cut. The chocolate no secrets. So secret. basically, you are the equivalent. Are we is that was that the point of this sentence that you are the equivalent? No, of the but heroes? I was actually going to admit that and say like I distinctly remember times in my childhood being unable to keep secrets, and I don't think I've ever got over. Like I haven't, got, I haven't ever got over that. I haven't ever got over the like, like oh my god, do you want to know what? Do you, do you want to know what I got you for Christmas? Like oh my god, actually you tried to bring me my birthday present <laughs> today. My birthday's not for two I weeks. I really want to give it to you, Ro- Rosemary. Rosemary, are there any secrets you're keeping from me right now? I was actually thinking about that. Are you engaged? No. <laughs> Am I engaged in a long s- secret-keeping mission? No. Oh. I don't think. Do you think? Do you think you have any secrets from me? No, I do nothing except Potter around this house after four <laughs> kids, trying not to kill them on a daily basis. That's basically it. The, the only secrets I sometimes keep from you are my murderous thoughts. That's about it. But like, what do you think, can you think of any big secret you've ever kept from anyone? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I can think, I, I feel like there are a lot of secrets in work, right, that I've had to keep that I... Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's funny because I always think you enjoy, you you want, you want think you want to know the secret, right? So I'm always like, God, I wish I like, Why well, I don't know why people don't tell me stuff, you know, and, mm. and then once you know it, you're like, oh, God, I wish I didn't know this, like, especially at work, right? Because yeah, generally when you know stuff that... Isn't common knowledge. It's not necessarily it's good stuff. stuff. Like, yeah. hey, we're going to lay people off next week, and you're like, oh my god. And then you're having meetings with people that you know are not long for this company or whatever. Oh and, yeah. And like, I've always just found that extremely awful. Like, happily, don't tell me, thanks very much. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to have to go to meetings with them and pretend like everything's fine, and just feel like such a fraud. And I remember in one of my jobs that I worked in, there was a girl who went on maternity leave and. She actually did lose, she she was, she had like a really difficult pregnancy and I think she did lose the baby. Yeah, she did. And when she came back from maternity leave, when she was on maternity leave, there was conversation like, well, when she, you know, before this like terrible thing happened, it was like, well, when she comes back, we'll let her come back and then we'll let her go because like her position wasn't as, you know, necessary. And then she lost the baby and then she came back and like, it was hard enough just even I mean, I'm sure it was impossible for her, but like it's hard mm. to know what to say to, you know, that kind of situation. And then to know on top of that, that like basically there was a biding of time now until letting her go. And in the end, I don't think they did actually let her go, thank God, because like I think that was just too much, you know. Yeah. But like that was, I remember feeling absolutely sick to my stomach. You know what that makes me think, though, that there is like in those kind of scenarios, there's obviously a... When people sh- share secrets, there's obviously a kind of a, a lessening of the load for them. Do you know what I mean? That like whoever's telling you, you know, we're having these layoffs next week. We're not telling anyone yet. A part of that must be it's slightly easier. Oh, yeah. If a few more well, people know. But that does make me wonder why do people like, why can I not keep secrets? Like, like what well, is it about it? Well, I was literally about to say to you, because I, I don't think I'm very good at keeping secrets now. I don't have a lot of secrets to keep, right? I mean, mm. that kind of stuff, like work stuff. I can keep because I feel like I don't want to burden you with it. You like yeah. I don't already you don't want to know it. You don't need to know it. Like it's it's just it's it's not something you actually need to have to shoulder, right? Mm. Like you're better off without it. But I also think like I you know from stuff about myself, like that stuff that pertains mm. only to me whether it's at work or at home. I need to talk about it. I'm the kind of person who mm-hmm, needs to mm-hmm. talk and talk and talk and kind of find resolution. Like hash it out. Yeah, or yeah. just even share with you and get your insight. Like, I'm not somebody who... Because things in my mind become like increasingly more, you know, urgent mm-hmm, and stressful. Mm-hmm. And then when I talk about them with you, I think half the time somebody goes, well, that's not really such a big deal and you're fine. Or like, maybe you could do this and don't worry about it until next week. And, you know, worry about that when it happens and you kind of go, okay... But well, like very often, if I don't share that kind of stuff, like personal stuff, with people, I'm I'm very prone to like wake up in the middle of the night and spend the whole night awake, insomnia, stressing about it, yeah, 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 worrying about it, and then waking up the next morning and going like, oh, money was often like money was often a big one, you know. When we lived in New York and we bought a uh, we bought our first house, Don and I, and we it, it was like we probably bit off more than we could chew. It was like to renovate in Brooklyn. And very often, like, you know, it was the kind of house where you were only a second away from something breaking and you, like, yeah. we had no money to fix anything. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I had, I lost a lot of sleep over that kind of thing. And waking, you know, like, wake, like in the middle of the night, three o'clock, everything seems so much more sinister than mm-hmm. it does, you know, the next morning. You're like, I shouldn't even have worried about that last night. But that was like, I, I, I think I spent a lot of time back then, like, calling mom and dad and talking about stuff. Not that it was secret, but I feel like in those cases, maybe some things I kept from Don because the two of us together could spiral off into, like, total panic. You yeah, know what I mean? get you. And you kind of needed one, like, you needed one of you to be, like, yeah. calm and not yeah. stressing and not worrying about this. Yeah, and I would say that's not our relationship. Like, I, when Don freaks out, I'm like, you know, it's okay, well, like, let's stay calm. And I feel like I even go to the opposite. You know, I, I even go more reasonable than I actually feel. Yeah, yeah, because you're trying to talk him down. Yeah, because it annoys me. You know, even now he'll say, I can't believe, like, the fucking roof is about to collapse. And I'll go, well, you know, it could be worse. And really what I'm actually thinking when I, you know, when I reflect on it is like, yeah, the fucking roof, you know. But I go, well, it could be worse. It could be two roofs. It could be the roof and the side of the house, you know. Yeah, but like also because what happens if the two of you are totally freaking out? Well, I'll tell you what happens. I'll tell you what happens. Because when I say to Don... Oh my god, the roof's about to collapse! He goes, "The fucking roof! It's gonna collapse! What are we gonna do? And then we're gonna go bankrupt, and then we're gonna, and then we're gonna have to move on with your parents." I'm like, unhelpful, like entirely unhelpful. And then we end up having a blazing row because I'm like, I just need you to pretend to be calm right this now. This is like, Do you remember when you lived in Dallas and you used to occasionally tell Don about like problems you were having at work, and he'd just be like, "Quit! You just go. Oh, yeah, and you tell them to yeah. go fuck themselves. Yeah. If I was with like, you, I would tell them to fuck <laughs> off." And I'm like, you know, this is not helpful. And then I go, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, then don't bother talking to me about it. OK, thanks for that. Well, I anyway, to go back to your original question, I was thinking about a, a secret that I kept when I lived in Milan on behalf of somebody else. Right. Um, I didn't even know I was keeping it. So uh, one of my colleagues in Milan um, was married to this really, really nice guy. And we used to all hang out like, you know, we were all in our 20s. She was probably in her late 20s, early 30s. And they were a lovely couple, and I spent many, you know, evenings in their house, just the three of us, like having dinner. And so, I mean, he was a really nice guy. I think you mentioned this on a previous episode, didn't you? Yeah. And she was having, she was having an affair. I did not know she was having an affair. She was really good friends with this other guy, and like who I also met out with her multiple times having drinks. But it was never, you know, it was I never Mm-mm. suspected anything. And then one Saturday, I was at home, and. I was just about to go out on the side, you know, I was just about to go out um, shopping. Like it was Saturday, you know, and I mean, I was obviously living in Milan, totally single. Lady of leisure. Lady of leisure. Exactly. That's a good description. And I would just go and, you know, buzz around, have a look at the shops and stuff and have lunch and meet my friends. And I got this phone call from this friend of mine. Oh, hi. Hey, I told my husband I was with you all day today. So if you wouldn't mind just... um maybe making sure that you stay home so that um, he doesn't see you out because he'll probably see you out. He likes to go shopping on Saturdays, but I'm with the, I'm with my boyfriend and I want to make sure that, you know, I don't get caught. And I was like, what the hell? And I lived in my bedroom, as you can imagine, because I shared an apartment mm-hmm. with four other people and there was a shared kitchen, a shared bathroom. And that was it. Like there was no living space. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. So I literally spent the entire Saturday in an absolute rager in my bedroom. I mean, more fool me. I should have been like, no, sorry. Right. But But I couldn't, and I think I was so so taken aback. Yeah, I mean, in those situations, if somebody goes, like, can you help me? You know, like one of your friends, can you help me keep the secret? Of course, like even I, who knows I cannot help anybody keep a secret, would be like, okay. Well, she didn't say, can you help me? She just more said, can you stay home? And then yeah. I felt like such a fraud because then I, you know, we continued to all hang out together, yeah, hang out and see. And I felt terrible because he was, I mean, she was my friend, but he was, you know, by extension, also yeah, a friend yeah. and a very nice guy. And like, obviously they didn't, you know, they must obviously have had an unhappy marriage and whatever, like, you know, but it was just so terrible feeling complicit in that because I did not want to be, you know, and I always worried like that then he was going to discover that I had been covering for her. And how do you say mm. to somebody, oh, I'm sorry I was covering, but I didn't mean to. But it also was not my place to go because I wasn't really his friend, yeah. you know, it wasn't really my place to go and say it. Because then you also wonder like, well, does he does he actually know and just not want to confront it? You know what I mean? These yeah. things are kind of complicated. It's so hard. And have you ever... Like not kept a secret for something. Like, have you ever let someone down when they've asked you to keep a secret? Um, I'm not gonna. Not that I can think of. Have you? I mean, I'm sure I have. Like, I think. I mean, listen. I'm sure. I'm sure I have. But more, I think there have definitely been times, like in my teens and in my twenties, that I can kind of remember friends being like. You know, if I tell you something, don't tell anybody. And it's something kind of salacious where I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell this person who like kind of knows you, but not really. You know what I mean? So like, say somebody from my school group of girlfriends would tell me something and then I'd tell Kira, who I met in college who doesn't know any of them. I'm like, oh my God, I can't tell anyone else, but I'll tell you like this person's snogging this person or whatever. You know what I mean? And like, but I think that's part of like, I I love, I love a gossip. I love a salacious story. I love a, I love a bit of gossip. I love a bit of juicy gossip. You do. Even today, what we thought you were saying about somebody... Um, you were saying, "Oh, I think that they've broken." Well, no, who was it? You said you immediately went down the rabbit hole. You read a thing on on, on a thread, oh, Demi, saying, Demi Lovato and oh, Max, that- Max Eric. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was listening to you. You were talking about them like literally they were your friends from like play school. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. I think it's called Broken Hearts that I kind of can't decide if I like, but I was listening to this podcast and they mentioned something about Demi Lovato and your man breaking up. And I was like, what? And I immediately went and Googled them and then read all the news stories, like back to, you know, here's what, here's the timeline of the relationship and here's why they broke up and here's what he's saying and here's what she's saying. And like, I, I literally do not. I don't even think, I don't think I follow either of them on social media. I don't really care about Demi Lovato. Like I wouldn't consider myself a Demi Lovato fan. You know what oh, I mean? It mean? I wouldn't consider her my friend or anything. but <laughs> I, I mean, you told her me close very fan. knowledgeably all about Max's, you know, history on social media and the various people that he fancied <laughs> over the years. Oh, listen, I love. You know what I used to love? Speaking of secrets.
2: Hold up.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: I used to look, there was this Instagram account set up. I think I mentioned it to you the other day and you were like, I've never called bloggers unveiled. Right. That was set up in Ireland and it was set up to basically unveil or unmask bloggers who like were the diet Prada of blogs. Yeah Who were like doing Dodgy things Or like <laughs> They put up a thing one day About how This blogger Had put up a competition To win like 500 euro worth of veneers Or something And then the person Who won it Happened to have been At her birthday party a year Previously And it turned out It was her mate You know this kind of Like investigative well, Maybe she just felt Really sorry for her. Maybe at that birthday party She was like teeth. teeth are really bad Oh my god maybe But no <laughs> But it was gas And then there was a whole thing Where people t- were trying To figure out who it was And it was just I was like so deep Like I would eat that For breakfast Lunch oh, and I do remember Didn't you get an email from somebody saying, I think I've discovered who Blogger's Unveiled is in this, like over this, some, sorry, over the (laughs) Christmas holidays at one point. And you were like, oh my God, I hope they tell me. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And like, there was a whole thing where somebody knew somebody who knew somebody who worked in Instagram and the person who worked, like who worked in Facebook slash Instagram Got the phone number associated with the Bloggers Unveiled account, gave it to this person and this person then called the phone number and it happened to be a business who answered and said like, hello, like Tesco Gory or whatever it was. And they were like, oh my God, it's your one who owns Tesco Gory." Do you know what I mean? So it was this like, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then the person who was allegedly exposed for being Bloggers Unveiled then gave an interview to the Sunday Times saying, I am not Bloggers Unveiled. And there was a picture for inner business. It's amazing. So the, all it of this amazing. to say that it wasn't me. Yeah, wasn't that it? What? weren't you accused of being blocked? Yeah, I unveiled? was accused of being bloggers as which is ridiculous. Because if anybody knows yes. me, I would never have been able to keep that no, secret. Never, never. I I set up an Instagram account once called. It was based off. There was. There used to be an Instagram account called You Did Not Eat That, right? And it used to take pictures of like models basically pretending to eat burgers and be like, You did not eat that. Oh. Which. In hindsight, now that we're all very, very woke is a little bit skinny shaming because there are people who are very, very slim who eat burgers. But it was more taking the piss out of these like highly stylized shoots where they'd have like a massive cupcake in their A bit like uh, Emily in Paris. A bit like Emily in Paris, exactly, and her baked goods. And I set up an Instagram account at one point called You Do Not Look Like That or something. And it was basically bloggers. It was basically like Instagram stars side by side with like a picture somebody else had taken and a picture they had taken. Seems extremely unwoke now in hindsight. I know, but this is about 10 years ago. And I think I put up about four pictures, and then I was like, I'll never be able to keep the secret, so I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I'm never, like, it's too dangerous. I'm going to be exposed because I'll tell 10 people. Well, that goes on to, though, but like, I appreciate that even if this blogger is unveiled, who was unveiled, bloggers. No. No, well, Blog... I mean, no, sorry. What apparently I Apparently, to... they were never unveiled because well, this person gave the interview and that it wasn't them. Yeah, I know, but that's my point. She, at least, even if it was her was a good denier. She was capable yeah, yeah, of... Yeah. Now, she could lie. Right now, I'm not saying it was her, but I'm saying if it was her and she denied it, she was an excellent liar, which then goes to the other part. Not only can you not keep a secret, you can't tell a lie. But this is this is what I'm saying. People who can keep secrets are excellent liars. Oh. Excellent liars are good at keeping oh, secrets. I don't think that the two necessarily go hand in hand. However, it might be advantageous. No, because I think that there are some people who keep really good secrets who are just really good people. Yes, but I think... If they were tested, they would also be very good at lying. And like, no, I think that like there are some people who are really good people who, if you said, do you know about this, would say, well, actually, yes, but it's, you know, it's not something I can share. Like, that's a perfectly good response. Whereas my response would be like, no, nope, don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I also don't think being a good liar and being a good person are mutually exclusive. What? Please, can't you be both? Rosemary, I would like to say that I think... While you're neither a good secret keeper nor a good liar, I am not a... Well, I'm an all right secret keeper. I think I'm average. I'm an excellent liar. Right? You are a terrible liar. You know, we used to have this joke, do you remember growing up? <laughs> no. That like mom and dad... So every now and again, one or both of us would fall asleep in the car, right? And we—I never up, fell asleep in the car. Okay, I'd fall asleep in the car, and when I woke up, mom and dad would be like, "Oh my god, you missed it! We saw Santa Claus at the side of the road, and then we did this, and then they did that." But the end of every story was, and then we went to McDonald's, and we couldn't wake you up. Like the end of yeah, every lie every ended story. with, and then we went to McDonald's. Mom's a good liar though. Until she goes to McDonald's, and oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, I yeah. know it's yeah, a lie. Yeah. Your I went to McDonald's is what your little mouth begins to twitch. You basically it's cuz you're kind of trying not to laugh and you start to purse your lips in a very unnatural way and your lips get all tight and that's how what? I know you're lying. Yeah, you start my to do this basically. All I'm going to take a picture sure. of this. I'm going to take a picture of this. Hold on. My lips go all tight that is a very unattractive description may I say. I can't see you you need to come closer to me. Oh my god. <laughs> No that's offense. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I'm, I'm only making your face. If it's hideous, it's because it's your face. And that's exactly what you do. Or what? you get a far more pronounced lisp. That was a low blow. I'd Oops. like to point out to people that this lisp thing that Rosemary's talking about is an alleged joke. But now has become I've gotten lots of comforting DMs on Instagram <laughs> saying, don't worry, we can barely hear your lisp. Oh God, I, I have never so in my life ever been told except by my sister that I have a lisp. However, I'm proud of my lisp. So I'd like to say, how can you even know when I'm lying if I have a lisp all the time? Because hm. your lisp gets more pronounced, as I just said. Anyway, I think I'm how a do you good know liar. when I'm lying? Because you're an absolutely terrible no, liar. Crap! You can't even like know, your eyes literally... go shooting all over the place in every direction. <laughs> you're the worst liar I've ever seen. But plus, like, what do you ever have to lie about? The only lies you ever tell me are like, oh, um, yeah, I didn't got eat all my the work rest done. Of that ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I didn't eat that. Oh yeah, exactly. I didn't eat all the peanut butter talenti, and I, I don't know who did, and I, I got all my work done today, so it was really good that I went home early. Sometimes I just need to be on my own. I know. Sometimes I need to be alone. But you know what? I th- like. I think that's part of it. You know the way. So our aunt Ursula, for example, right, is always messaging me, basically telling me that some things are private. That I like. I don't need to share everything. Too late, just, Ursula, like, yeah, too, way late, too late, Ursula. Like too late to break it to you. But like, there's just nothing in my life that I ever really think <laughs> I should keep that a secret. <laughs> nothing ever happens that I'm like, that's a secret. Like nothing. You told me today something was a secret and I wasn't allowed to tell Dawn. But I told you, therefore not making it a secret. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. I good literally point. blabbed to you less than 24 hours after it happened. Yeah, you're right. And now that you've brought it up, I may as well just tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, it was good. Well, it was that I basically last night got a... Got a... Extremely sexy. <laughs> extremely sexy. What? Extremely sexy. Text message. Oh extremely sexy text message from my boyfriend. Oh god, I actually can't tell this. You can, and then Liam can decide whether to edit okay. it. Okay. Last night I got an extremely sexy text message from my boyfriend. That's sarcasm. Saying, How are you feeling today? Because I've been wrecked and basically had really bad stomach problems. This <laughs> gets sexier and sexier. Oh god. For the past couple of weeks he was like, How are you feeling tonight? And I was like, Grand, why? And he basically wrote back and said, Uh, good. Uh I thought we could do the horizontal tango. <laughs> he's literally 75 <laughs> years old. He's younger than all of us. He's like 31. I know, he's 33. Oh, he's 33. Same the age, as Jesus. Age, of, age of Christ, I was yeah. to say. Yeah, good one. Uh, so basically he said this. I immediately ran over to his office door, flung one leg <laughs> in the trap door. <laughs> started going, you called, right? But I also realised I had to have a shower because I was like, God, I haven't had a shower in a few days. I need a shower quick. So I went over like sexily, put my leg around his door. Oh yeah. And then I went, so are you ready for sexy time? And like ran my hand <laughs> up and down my leg. And he so he suddenly took off his headphones, pressed mute in his microphone was like, everybody can hear you. He's playing D&D <laughs> with his mates. I was like, fuck's sake. So then oh anyway, I went God. and had like a really quick shower, are shaved my legs and everything. For sexy time? I went, can't even. Went into the bedroom, put on my... My Fenty by Fenty X Rihanna or whatever. Oh no, Savage X Fenty. Yeah. Bra and crotchless knickers, Beatrice. Oh my God, Rosemary. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even say it. Don't say it. So I I put on a very classy (gasps) pair of matching lingerie. Okay. uh, Lay on the bed for an hour. I'm actually his genuinely, there's no way I could have lain on bed for, for an hour. And well, not I was listening asleep. to a podcast, but I was like, this is totally not me ever Tell you mood. about the time that I, I put on lipstick and everything. Did I ever tell you about the time that I did the meditation app? Oh, and I it said, asleep. Yeah, it said, find a comfortable place to lie down. So I did. <laughs> and it said, you know, this is a 15 minute meditation and I literally, dawn comes in three hours later. He's like, what happened to you? I was like, uh, I, I fell asleep. I literally <laughs> I lay got down. I really calm. Yeah, no, I didn't hear any of it. I literally cl- lay down on the bed Put in the headphones and fell fast asleep. You know, I went on a yoga retreat with my friend Kira years ago to this place in The Burn. And every morning you would do a yoga class and a meditation. Well, so like the whole thing was you'd wake up in the morning, you would have a silent morning. right? <laughs> so you'd wake up at like 6.30 a.m. You'd do yoga from 6.45 to 8. And then you'd have your breakfast every morning. Well, there are only three mornings, to be fair. Each of the three mornings I woke up and went, Morning! <laughs> Weirdest <laughs> dreams, and then it's also somebody would look at me and go "shh," I'd be like, "Oh crap!" Like every single morning, I totally forgot we were supposed to be being silent. Total goldfish. I know. Well, I mean, but I was went reading in... about um, Borat today, and apparently, he, you know, Ali G, whatever his name is, what's his name, Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. And apparently, for his new movie that's out now, they were saying he went to live with he. Oh, he lived with the. I can't remember. Like people who are. Uh, oh, what's the word conspiracy theorists Oh, and he lived with them for like five days and the cameraman said that he couldn't get over it because your man would go to sleep in character because like obviously they thought he was this person
2: oh. this borat and he would, and go would to sleep never and forget, forget like.
1: and wake up in character so Rosemary that would not that. be me no. but what I was going to say was we would get up in the morning I would not be silent we would do our morning yoga and then a meditation and I would fall fast asleep and every single every single of the three mornings I was either woken up or I woke myself up snoring Like lying down, meditating. (sighs) like, oh, (laughs) sorry, sexy time. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, so let me think about what are the most recent... Actually, no, I'll tell you where I've become a highly proficient liar and no jokes. With my kids. I lied to them all the time. About everything. (laughs) Oh my God, you know what? Brandon gave out to me recently for lying to his kids, right? Because I was going to Walmart and one of his kids said, can we come with you to the store? And I said, no, kids aren't allowed in the store after 7pm, right? Well, it's coronavirus. I know, but I was also just like, this is just easy, like, because they're kind of getting sick of the coronavirus excuse, do you know what I mean? Like, if you uh, it's go... It's not an excuse, it's actually an invisible virus. I know, but for them, yeah. like, they're okay. they're five and seven and they're okay. not really, they don't care about coronavirus anymore, okay. you know what I mean? Yes. So I'm like, kids aren't allowed in the store. And they're like, oh, okay. And then Brandon's like, I really don't think we should lie to them. And then I'm like, sorry, two seconds later, you're like, no, sorry, YouTube's not working. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like when it suits him. Oh my god! I mean, but there we have, I have to become more and more elaborate now because Nash is nine and no oh, longer yeah. falls for anything. He's very clever as well. He's, well, I mean, he's like, "Mom, that doesn't make sense. You just said we couldn't do this because of this." And I'm like, "Um, here's five dollars." Oh, but he's also like, he's so curious when he was <laughs> when he was over in my house and he was like, oh, "How come you come in the back door?" And I was like, "Oh well, because we park back there and the front door is kind of broken." And the next thing you know he goes and he opens the front door and he goes, It's not broken and then a bit pops off. And I was like, <laughs> Well, it is now. now. <laughs> God did that, as our mother would say. Now, Rosemary, what about you? Do you think that you lie a lot? What about white lies? Do you tell any white lies? Yeah, you tell me some white lies, I think, when you don't want to come over and do things. Well, I'm or trying to I'm think. Exhausted. But I don't think that i like I don't think those are white lies I think. When I'm exhausted, I tell you I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying you're not really exhausted. You just don't want to come over. I'm exhausted. Well, I definitely believe I'm exhausted, so it's my truth. Okay. <laughs> um, White lies. No, I mean, I can't really think of... <sighs> God, we're crap. We're the crappiest liars. No, we're absolutely crap. We are we're just, we're just leave very unexciting you know, We're just beaters. Shh, 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 as the baby <laughs> would say again. <laughs> I would say they're unexciting. I'd say... I'd say... Uh, um, genuine You know, You know what I've thought about So I do these Every week on my Patreon I do these money diaries And l- lately especially I have thought about lying in those But I haven't lied ever But I have thought And it's mostly because I'm so ashamed of how many takeaways I get Even though what? it's not half as many As I used to get when I was in Dublin But well, all of a sudden I'm like I really shouldn't admit to getting That third takeaway this week Maybe well. I'll just say that I had like pasta So here's one. Here's one. Do you think that you lie to yourself about anything? I think I make excuses to myself and therefore to other people for things. So I think sometimes I, like, if I get into, if I, if I get really into my head or I get really anxious or stressed about something I'll kind of be like, I can't do that because I'm really stressed. And sometimes I wonder if that is a lie that like, I could actually do that if I just calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? Like if I just try to talk myself down a little bit rather than letting myself off the hook and being like, no, I'm really anxious and I'm really stressed and it's a pandemic and I suffer from depression and I've just emigrated like halfway across the world. And of course, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the same as like lying to myself or just letting myself away with something. But then the end result is kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I lie to myself about my desire to actually exercise. No, I don't, because I don't express any desire to. No, do it. I was just thinking. I was like, <laughs> are you lying to yourself saying you do want exercise? No, are you lying? No, what? no, I would like to go and exercise. I'd like to go walking, but like, I don't want to actually have to drive to the walk. And then six months out of seven months out of the year here, I can't go walking. And then I say like, I can't go walking because then I've got to bring the kids with me yeah. in the car, and then. Or I'll leave them with Don, but then Don's already with them all day. So then at the end, I'm just like, I'll worry about this tomorrow. That seems to be every day. But no, I wonder if I lie to myself about maybe my my own honesty with people. Sometimes I wonder, like, I, I, I say things like I'm very direct. And sometimes I wonder, am I as direct as I would like to be? I'm not sure. Am I lying to myself about that? Is that a lie or is that just more an inability to, like... As having an aspiration and not necessarily achieving it if you know what I mean like I want to be yeah. a certain way but I'm not necessarily all the way there right is that a lie? Well like are you lying to your like is one lying to oneself so I don't mean you but like are are, are you lying to yourself if your self-perception is just a bit off like, No is, I think my self-perception Is that a lie? I think my self-perception is pretty good it's more like it's more like I think that there's a certain way that I should be I'm not sure I am that way all the time You know what I mean? There's a certain way that I want to be, but I'm not necessarily sure that I live up to it. You know what I mean? But that doesn't sound like you're lying to yourself at any point. It sounds like you're actually being pretty honest with yourself. Mm, Yeah, but like, why am I not behaving the way that I want to behave? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because it's boring, actually. I'll tell you. (laughs) Right? All jokes aside, that could actually be the answer to so many things. Why am I not exercising? Because it's boring. Yeah, why am I not giving up my wine? Because it's boring. Why am I not keeping other, like me personally, why am I not keeping more secrets? Because it's boring. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I got reminded of this book recently in the office when somebody was saying, during... COVID-19. You know, there's a lot of like self-help books and meditation books and like recommendations and all this I stuff know. going around, right? And one of the ones that came out was, it's it called The Four the four Truths, The Four, no, The Four Something, Four Agreements, I think is what it's actually called, right? Never heard of this. Yes. And it's a book that I actually had the misfortune or for everybody who appreciates it, which is probably everybody except me, the pleasure of being gifted back in 2000 and. To when I lived in Milan and my cousin Abigail, who's a much better person than I am, came over to Milan and gifted it to me and I took it and I read it and it says things like, you know, it talks at length and with great intensity and earnestness about if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing, like genuinely say nothing, like think about if you're only, you know, only speak when you are adding value to the air basically and so I read it and I was like, I'm going to try this now. God knows why. But I was like, I'm going to try this, right? And I was reading it. I was about five days into it. I was out having lunch with Julie, right? And Julie just grabbed my knife and fork from me and goes, Fuck's sakes, say something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, you have not said anything at all interesting since Monday morning. Because you had nothing to say yes. when you were trying to be nice? Yeah. <gasps> Oh my god, that's actually hilarious I literally had nothing to add I was like just I found that, you know It was so boring Because like I had nothing Oh my god, this is giving me value to say This is giving me a serious flashback To when I worked at Stellar I did a piece where I tried not to bitch For a whole week And like that I just felt like I was so boring I was like I had nothing to say (laughs) If I was like Oh my god, have you seen this? Have you seen Oh my god, have you seen Like ridiculous Have you seen this thing? Oh, Okay I actually, you know what, I messaged a friend of mine the other day, a woman I know, Nikki Hoyne, who used to have, oh my God, I can't remember, the uh, My Shining Armor, she used to have a a site that sold like jewellery and accessories. She was doing this, she was kind of teasing a new collection and she was like, coming soon, like Nikki Hoyne collection, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I texted my friend Kirsty. I was like, oh my God, what do you think it is? And she was like, oh, I presume it's handbags. And I was like, oh, it's so boring. She's like, why? What do you think it was? And I was like, I literally don't know. I'm just so starving for gossip. Oh my God, but didn't I say that to you earlier on? I was like, when I I was having a, I I was like, I I feel really stressed and I feel really this and I feel really that. And you just went totally silent, supportively giving me space to stress. I'm like, no, no, no. I need like chat. I need the air full of conversation. I need you to tell me it's fine. Then we'll banter for half an hour. Then we'll talk about me for half an hour and then I'll feel better. And you were like, Oh, I was just giving you the space to kinda of realise that you're not, you know, everything's gonna be okay. I'm like, No. Can I actually just tell you now? Here's the honest truth. I lied. And obviously, well. Because I just was like, She's really annoyed at me, and I need to wait for it to stop being annoyed at me. Oh. I what I so said I was, to you. You said true. I was true. afraid of you. Oh, and you're I can not confess it now. No, me. no, I was in that moment. You were scary, you were very quiet. I, I could was feel tired. the white rage coming up. I have off a headache, here. I had a headache. My mm-hmm. now well, there's nothing worse. So I think, what have you learned here, Rosemary? What would you recommendations I'm a better liar than you be? thought. Oh, you are a better liar than I thought. Obviously, much better. What would my recommendations be? Keep secrets for a friend only if it's something really, really upsetting or like life threatening. If it's gossip, tell whoever you want. No, no, no. If it's gossip, make oh, sure that you only tell people who, who are, are only not friends with that person. Tangentially connected yes. to that person. Yes. Right? That's good. Yeah. Although be careful in Ireland because you think somebody's like not linked to that person and then they could be. How about if you're not going to keep a secret make up a name and a livelihood for this person that is very far left of what they actually are. Oh my god. It's so boring. Imagine being like oh my god my friend Louise who's an actuary. Well you'll never guess what she did. Stop any who are actuaries. No that's why I picked something totally random. I'd literally be like she's lying and not well. (laughs) Good liar. I can't even lie about other people's secrets. Okay. So if somebody's mouth begins to twitch, purse downwards, or, or their lips or their lips becomes increasingly pronounced, you may suspect they are lying to you. Or if they start was it like tugging on their earlobe? Or if their eyes begin to fly in every direction like some rabid chipmunk. Basically, I think the moral of the story is don't tell Beatrice any secrets that will make her feel upset or sad or like guilty and don't tell me any secrets full stop. Oh. <laughs> no? But tell us lots of gossipy things. Oh my things. God, tell me all please. Slide into my DMs. Slide, please. Yeah, slide right into my DMs. I'm dying for some gossip. Oh, you know what else? Sign up to our newsletter because we have a competition to win a... Oh my God, why can I not remember my words? Sign up to our newsletter because we have a great competition to win a handbag by Pilo, new Irish design company by... Your Julie, my Julie, your only friend, my Julie, as somebody said, my Julie, my Julie. You can check that out. The link is in our bio, and we'll also share it in the show notes. Our <laughs> newsletter is going to be full of great things for you to enjoy. <laughs> I can't do that again You say it You say it It's literally like pennies get a whole lot of stuff for Christmas <laughs> You do it Our newsletter is going to be full of updates about the podcast but also other random recommendations things to do and things that we've bought and whether or not we'd recommend them Basically it's mostly going to be my, my half is mostly going to be Instagram and Facebook ads that have lured me in taken my money and whether or not I would recommend the products Yeah Basically. good one I'm going to have some of those too and then some pictures of me looking great and Rosemary looking less great yeah, she's really good at Photoshop. <laughs> um, you can check out our website, com. Follow us on Instagram at NotWithoutMySister. And we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash NotWithoutMySister. And yeah, you'll get a new episode every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you're listening to this. mini on Fridays. And don't forget to sign up to the newsletter. To recommend us to your friends. And Basically, every single day, make sure you mention us at least five times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody messaged me and said that they were standing at a bus stop, laughing uproariously at at one of our episodes. And somebody kind of looked at them funny, and they started. They took off their headphones and told them about the podcast. Oh. That is the kind of energy I want our listeners to bring to the world. <laughs> that's good advertising. That is I good. Watch. That's acceptable. Yeah. that's good. That's that's top notch. But not crying, because somebody told us that they cried at the at us singing "Trouble in the Fields." In our dad episode, we do not want you to tell people what you're listening to if you're crying. <laughs> no, you can be crying with laughter. Shaking with Oh yeah, shaking with mirth. But we it's are fine. now, so you, so we're going to sing a song now that is not super sad. No, it is not. So, you, But you're not to laugh uncontrollably either. Please. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn the page In time then I'd
3: rearrange just a day or two Close my close my close my eyes. eyes But I couldn't find a way So I'll settle for one day to believe in you Tell me tell me tell me lies Tell me lies tell me sweet little lies Tell me lies tell me, Disguise You can't disguise No, you can't disguise Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies Tell me lies Although I'm not making plans I hope that you understand There's a reason why Close your Close your your eyes No more broken hearts We're better off apart Let's give it a try Tell me, tell me, tell me lies Tell me lies, tell me me sweet little lies Tell me lies, tell me, tell me lies Oh no, no, you can't disguise you can't disguise. No, you can't disguise. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Tell me lies.
1: Not without my sister is edited by Liam Garrity. Sound and our original music are by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen.